All right, hey everybody. Uh, you know what? As a uh, as Canadian motocross and supercross fans, we don't always have someone uh, on the track to cheer for down south, whether it be the AMA Supercross or uh, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Nationals. But uh, sometimes, if you look just behind the gate, just behind the steering wheel, maybe in uh, behind a T wrench or two, you'll find some Canadian content. So that is exactly what we're doing here today. I have got. Greg Chidgy. Now, am I saying that right? Is it Greg? <laughs> yeah, Greg Chidgy. Close enough. Chidgy. It's a soft G. Okay, a soft so the way The way that my mom tells people is like bridge, but Chidgy. But no, no, we've got, uh, <laughs> he is a mechanic for the Club MX team, which will be firing up here at the, uh, as the West Coast 250 Series gets uh, going here at Orlando this coming Saturday. But uh, he has got, uh, I spoke with, part team owner Scott Jeffrey from Jeffrey Holmes who is an Oshawa guy Oshawa Ontario and he mentioned that uh Greg you are also a Canadian yeah um born and raised Burlington Ontario I uh, kind of moved around there a little bit lived in Mississauga for a little while uh worked at D4 performance up in Cambridge oh yeah uh, yeah and then uh realized that I don't want to work on snowmobiles in the winter so I made my way down south <laughs> okay well that's cool let's uh I I don't know a lot about your history at all so I want to uh let's let's back it up here and uh as I like to always do just kind of go back back to the beginning so you grew up uh Burling how old are you by the way uh 31 you're 31 okay so uh yeah. Burlington Ontario um on the lake there just uh, just between Hamilton and Toronto, for those of you listening not uh, in the Golden Horseshoe area. Um, tell us about uh, how you got into motocross in the first place. Um, I didn't get a dirt bike till I was 16. Uh, at that point, it, it's too late to be any good riding, to, you know, to make any money riding. But I love the industry. I love being around it. Um, and I knew whatever I was doing for work, it was going to be you know, hands-on and not, not sitting at a desk all day. Uh, so I just started picking my way. I chose to do my co-op at a dirt bike shop and then uh, went to went to school up in Barrie for a power sports program and ended up doing a co-op with D4. And I think I was there for almost four years after that. Okay. So are you uh, close friends with uh, Donk? Yeah, Donk was just leaving when I was just getting there. <laughs> okay, so you were, you were the new Donk. So yeah, yeah, I was just filling. <laughs> All right, so uh, did you do some racing? I, you say you started late at sixteen, but uh, did you do some racing? Yeah, we did like just local stuff, you know, the Moto Park Cup, and we go down to Area Fifty One because that's just across the border for us on Wednesday nights and race those stuff, that kind of stuff. But nothing serious, just for fun. Okay, I got you. See, I uh, I did a little uh, lurking on your Instagram there, and I saw that the very first Instagram post you ever did. You were number three thirteen with uh, intermediate plates at Area Fifty One. Yep, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> now, my other favorite question always is: I always ask number three one three. I know another three thirteen. That's Kyle Swanson. But uh, why did you pick this number three one three? It's kind of a different number. Um, it, there's nothing really significant to it. The first bike I bought was two thirteen, and I was like, "Well, that's kind of dumb. Three thirteen would be better." <laughs> and then that stuck. <laughs> Why would three thirteen be better than two thirteen? Well, no, it just sounds better, I think. <laughs> All right, See, I'm, <laughs> I'm always digging for stories on why people pick numbers and stuff. Sometimes there's good stories. Yeah, 
I don't have a good one for you. Ah, yeah, so you really let me down on that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you had yellow plates on there, were you actually were you an intermediate rider? Um, I was, you know, mid to back of the pack intermediate class um, <laughs> for the, the Ontario stuff, and um, I just would rather be with faster guys than slower guys. So I couldn't say I belonged up front in that class or anything, but. All right, back back in my day, people moved out. Of, people didn't want to race junior because we literally back in my day there were three, sometimes four qualifiers just to get to the final motos in the junior class. So a lot of guys bumped themselves up to intermediate, which was called senior back in the day, just to just to avoid the forty-two bike starting lines. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> who who were you? Uh, who were you battling with? Some uh, some Ontario guys and stuff that we might know. That uh, just to give us an idea of your era. Um. So I did. I guess Craig Reinhardt, I rode with him quite a bit. Okay. Um, but it was just me and a couple of buddies that would go out and would kind of just battle each other. Uh, we never really got like super deep into, you know, following the series or hitting every race or they're kind of just out there for fun. Right. Yeah. No, no, for sure. I get it. Craig Reinhardt, yeah. nice guy, nice family. Number 222. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's, so then you, so then you decided, okay, I want to get in, like you say, you didn't want a desk job. Uh, so you went into the mechanic stuff, worked at D4. And then at what point did you, uh, I know you said you wanted to get away from snowmobiles in the winter and work on dirt bikes and stuff. When did this all happen and how did you, like, what did you do first when you went down South? Um, so 2015, I want to say it was, is when I left. Um, so if you back up, uh, 10, 10, 12 years from now, uh, my parents moved down to the States. Oh, okay. And um, my dad went down for work, and I was able to get a green card through his work. So I had to go back and forth between Canada and the States a lot. Uh, but at that point in time, it was I either go to the States full-time or I lose my or I would lose my green card. So it was a choice of stay in Canada or stay in the States. So I thought, well, I can always come back to Canada, but I can't always go to the States. So I'll I'll go down and give it a try. Okay. Whereabouts uh, so in the moved, States? Yeah. I moved down to where my parents were in Atlanta, oh. uh, just north of Atlanta. Um, and again, I was going to look for, you know, something in the industry, something motocross related, but there really wasn't much of a motocross scene there. So I ended up doing a landscaping job for a while. And then that was kind of over, you know, being a landscaper in Atlanta. Um, and then, um, Club of Mex had a post on Instagram looking for a mechanic, so I responded to that, drove down, had an interview, and moved out here. Oh, wow. Now, when was that? Uh, that would have been the beginning of 2016, so I started January 1st of 16. Okay, so you've been there You've been there a while now. Man, you've seen the development there. Man, Club of Mex has just been, just been developing like crazy, huh? Yeah, it's blown up huge even since, you know, in the last five years since I've been there. Sure. Yeah. I started out in a little, uh, I don't want to say six by 10 shop that I could fit two bikes in and crammed in there and then slowly moved to a little bit bigger one. And then three years ago, we built a nice big shop that I thought I would never outgrow, but it's kind of turned into the team shop and I got more bikes in there than I can fit. Right. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've certainly poked my nose in there. I know exactly what you're talking about for sure. So you've got yeah. the kind of one area and then other guys kind of rent out their those smaller little bays to work on their own bikes, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you're a Canadian. You're now you're living in Chesterfield, South Carolina. Um, you must, yep. I mean, you see your fair share of Canadians come and go through there, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's 
kind of this year hasn't been the best for the Canadians coming, but usually the winners are just Canadian overload. <laughs> and you probably saw me in my red uh, direct motocross van come in, and nobody pointed you out. I didn't uh, didn't know you were Canadian. Yeah, uh, I remember you coming by a few times. <laughs> Jeez. But, mm. <laughs> All right, so uh, now we're looking at. Uh, so what is your job now? Or will you be traveling with the team? Like, are you a head mechanic or are you a mechanic for one of the riders? Um, so they call me crew chief, head mechanic. Okay. Um, up until a couple of weeks ago, when we start getting our weekend guys to come in or our you know, full-time season guys, I, I am the only guy on the team. So uh, build all the practice bikes, maintain you know, four practice bikes for the guys, and then I build all the race bikes. And then once once the race bikes are done, then each individual mechanic who comes in for the season will will take over their bike. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So on uh, on race days, like say Orlando this coming week, will you take over like crew chief, as in you know team manager kind of guy? Yeah, so we're we're kind of limited staff, you know, we're not huge budget, so I'll be um, kind of crew chief, and then I'll also be with uh, Garrett Marchbanks this year. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah, you guys, I mean, I was talking with, like I say, Scott Jeffrey. I was speaking with him last week and just talking about your riders. I mean, let's just talk about them right now. I mean, Garrett Marchbanks won Daytona Supercross last year. You got Jace Owen. You got Joey Crown, who's pretty much 49% Canadian. Um, yep. <laughs> and then you got Dominique. Do you call him Neek or Nick Thury? I call him Nick. <laughs> but yeah, Dominic Thury. He's right. a blast. He's a funny guy. Well, he must be. I mean, I heard uh, Scott filled me in a little bit here, and I kind of checked him out online and stuff. I guess he was German Supercross champ, and then he, he sold everything to come over here, right? Yep. Yeah, he was able to get an athlete visa for five years. He sold everything, packed it up, and brought his dog, and going for it. Okay. All right. So, I mean, obviously, the Club MX team has been uh, been going for a little while with a uh, Canadian connection and coming up into Canada with Scott Jeffrey and the guys. And now, I guess, um, also... Uh, Kale Foster is actually going to be uh, a mechanic for one of the riders too, right? Yeah, so Kale got down here last week. Um, so he's been, you know, helping me get caught up on all the all the practice bikes and getting them updated. And we rode race bikes last week, so he was able to, you know, dig in and, and prep his own race bike for uh, Orlando coming up. And then it's just full on loading the truck and getting everything ready to go. But yeah, Kale's down here. He'll be with uh, Jace Owen. He'll be with Jace. Okay. How is Jace doing? Oh, everybody is, everyone's killing it. We have a, we had an amazing off season. Um, tracks have been good. It's been raining. So they've been deep and ruddy and technical, uh, but the guys look fantastic. We're, we're excited to go racing and we're actually kind of excited that, you know, no one's really got us on their radar. They think Garrett's going to be a, a five to 10 guy when his speed is unreal. So. We're excited to, to get out there and go race. Okay, well, uh, answer me this one. I heard a rumor that Garrett is actually giving Brayton fits on his 450 or even going faster than maybe Justin. Uh, at times. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on track condition and and who gets the start and what kind of mood is every, everybody's in. But, yeah, there's uh, there's motos and sprints where well, they'll, they'll battle back and forth for sure. Well, that right there should be telling people that uh, – that uh, it should be interesting for sure. Now, how about Joey? Is Joey coming in healthy? Yeah. Yeah, Joey's been on the team every year that we've had it. So this will be his fourth year. Um, and, yeah, this year he looks great. He's healthy. Um, his head's all cleared up. You know, he had that, that head incident in right. Atlanta last year that kind of stuck with him for a little while. 
Um, but head's good. He's he looks really good on the bike, healthy and ready for Orlando. Okay, man. Now, how about uh, what is what's Nick Dury? What's his uh, what's his pace like? I don't think many of us know anything about him. Um, Nick is he's good. He's he's consistent. He's got really good form and and riding technique. Uh, his speed is he's there. He's just a little bit off of our three guys. So we'll see where where that stacks up. Um, I definitely see him as being a you know a main event guy every weekend. Okay, now have you seen the uh, entry list for Orlando? No, I haven't. Okay, I haven't no. either. But I'm guessing it's going to be pretty stacked. Yeah, I the top. I mean, the top ten guys should be you know factory level guys. You know, at the beginning of this, we thought, well, East Coast is is pretty stacked. It's got you know Forkner and Jet and Craig and Hampshire and all these guys. And now you look at East Coast, and you're like, wow, maybe <laughs> we were out there. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I know it kind of a. Uh... Surprising, surprised everybody obviously with what's happened, but now they got a, a crazy break now until we get to Salt Lake City. So those guys should all be should all be healthy for the final shootout and the final round, anyway. Yeah, yeah, we were we were doors ready to go for for East Coast, and then they kind of switched the schedule on us and took Daytona and put it as a West round. All right. And uh, Garrett really wanted to race Daytona, so we we swapped everything around, and our sponsors kind of hemmed and hot a little bit but then i ended up thinking that yeah that's probably a good idea if we have last year's winner at daytona yeah that's good so, yeah all right well that's cool now how, hey um speaking of canadian content here of course how about your uh the truck driver is he canadian this year or are we getting who we got for a driver uh we got our driver from our first year scott leonard's our okay. um our truck driver the last two years has been canadian but mm-hmm. yeah again this year being a crazy year he wasn't able to to be able to cross the border and and be able to get home safely and all that kind of stuff so all right okay yeah i didn't think hey i but, also saw on your instagram looks like you're a bit of a uh an accomplished jet skier so we have we have stand-ups that we just rip around clubs there's a little pond there we build a little little course out there and do some cross training on the stand-ups <laughs> is that your ski or is that just someone that everybody uses when that no that one's mine Nice. Okay. Right, yeah, nice. You, you yeah, guys even have like a uh, a toe in like for uh, wakeboarding and stuff like that. You guys in a little pond there. Yeah, it actually, it has a cable park on it. It's been broken for the longest time, but yeah, for a while we had a little cable system and some jumps and some rails out there. Man. Okay. Hey, how about uh, while we got you? Speaking of Canadians, I know uh, Jake Piccolo is there now too. How's he looking? Um, I've been so busy getting Supercross ready. I haven't actually been over and watched those moto guys in a while. I heard he's been out there. I heard he's been fast, and I heard he's been surprising some people in the gym too. So, <laughs> oh, in the gym? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, they were doing a Fitness Friday the other day, and I think he broke the Club MX plank record. No way! Wow, that's that's really good to hear. Yeah. So, um, as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to go over and watch those guys ride motocross. But I've kind of been hands down getting supercross ready. Right. Now, I know you're obviously so busy with doing that stuff. But when you hear there's a, a new Canadian there, do you make a point of kind of going and checking out the Canadians? Or does that even matter anymore? Oh, no. I, I love it when the Canadians come down here. <laughs> how, about last uh, year when, how about last year when Guillaume was living in his van with his cat? <laughs> 
Yeah, he's back this year, but he got a camper, I think. I know, he's taking it up a notch. Move, yeah, moving up in the world. Yeah, he just cracked his Poor wrist. Poor guy's been having bike problem after bike problem now. Uh, okay. Well, now he's got a wrist problem. He broke his wrist on the weekend. Oh, uh, is that what happened? Yeah, I, he fractured kinda, it. Not a bad break, but cracked it. Uh, yeah, I saw him down right before the finish line there. I was wondering what happened. Yeah, the two guys came together. The, he, the guy kind of cut in or whatever out, and the bikes got together, and down he went. He got the worst of it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, okay, well, um, hey, can you talk about, uh, what, what about, um, again, I was speaking with Scott Jeffrey there for a little while last week, and uh, he mentioned the summer plans, too, so you guys are going motocross racing. We are, yeah. Yep. Our, uh, you know, the team's done Canadian motocross and stuff. Um, I've filled in a little bit here and there with that. Uh, but yeah, this year we're going. So right now the schedule is 12 rounds. So Right now. Be, we've, uh, we've talked all about your 250 riders. Are we allowed to say anything about your prospective 450 guy for the summer? Uh, we're not yet. I believe they're working on a press release and getting everything dialed and figured out but yeah can't can't quite spill that one yet oh man it's i'm just dying to say it i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's slipped a few times here and there but well, uh, it's well, see how long that lasts all right i won't say anything other than it's it does make a difference <laughs> for canada so that's all i'm saying yeah yeah that does <laughs> okay man well um so we're heading in what's what's left to do i mean uh race bikes are prepped and ready and when will you head out um, so yeah, bikes are built, ready to go. Truck is loaded other than the bike. So we'll load the truck, finish loading the truck tomorrow. Uh, and Wednesday morning, it heads out to Orlando. We, um, we were lucky we got in for press for Orlando. So we'll be out there. Um, we'll fly in early Friday morning and get to, get to ride the track a little bit. Hopefully the rain holds off and get these guys comfortable right away. Okay. Now, well, what is your plan as as the mechanic crew chief guy? Do you fly in each week, or will you stay down there between then and Daytona? Uh, no, the truck's actually going to come back. We have a weekend off from oh, Daytona, right, right. so the truck will come back. We'll, uh, you know, do first right round breakdowns on the bike and just make sure everything's good. Um, get the guys training on a Daytona track, and, and then uh, you know, just rebuild everything, load it back up, and ship it off to Daytona. Right, man. Okay, that's cool. Right on, man. Well, I I just, uh, I just obviously I just really wanted to get to just chat with you again. Like I say, I spoke with Scott and we said, uh, yeah, let's talk about the Canadian connections here. And there's a, obviously a whole bunch on a uh, whole bunch on your team. I mean, rider wise, obviously Joey Crown. He's been coming up to Canada since he was a little kid for sure. But uh, and we got Kale Foster. We got you. We got Scott Jeffrey. We got the Club MX too. I mean, he's even close, near and dear to my heart because we have the. The DMX Total Devotion Award brought to you by Club MX, where the guys get a free week. So I guess Jake Piccolo probably yeah. just finished his free week because uh, he won the award last year. Okay, cool. Yeah, and our uh, our track guy is a Canadian guy as well. He's from Quebec. Your what guy? Uh, our track our track guy. You guys, he he preps all the tracks. He does the you know, the training track for the guys. He does the practice track for the the public side. He does our Supercross track every day. Uh, guy from Quebec. His name's Miguel. He's awesome. Oh, there you go. Nice man. Well, that's cool. You guys are tripping over Canadians down there. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, what do you what? Uh, if there's one thing you miss about Canada, what would you say you miss? Miss about can my family. <laughs> well, still got yeah, my that. brother's still up there. My grandmother's up there. 
Um, I miss family, but don't miss, uh, well, I grew up snow skiing, so I guess I miss the, the snow skiing part of it. Right, yeah, was, winter's okay when you do we, something we, with it, but when you don't do anything but shovel it, it's a drag. Yeah, and you know what? It's changed a little bit. When I was a kid, you'd have 10 snow days a year, and it snowed all the time, and now it seems like Toronto winters are just rainy and icy and cold and warm, and I don't miss that. Yeah, no, I'm actually from London here, and I'm in London now. We were like, we used to get some of the most snow of anyone with the lake effect and stuff, but uh, that's changed as well. Having said that, though, we're yeah. like on a winter storm warning right now. We're going to get like uh, like over a foot tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so it's it's going to, well, we already got a whole bunch too. So it's the uh, past few years, like, I mean, Gopher Dunes has opened at least a day. Last year, they opened it once every single month. This year, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so... Anyway, man, well, I appreciate you taking the time to kind of, uh, you know, introduce yourself to me and to everybody. And, uh, I mean, obviously some people uh, knew you before already quite well, but uh, this was great to learn a little bit about your background and what's going on down there at Club MX and the team. And it looks like uh, it looks like you're in for some good racing. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. And the more Canadians we have on our side, the better. Yeah, man, for sure. Hey, what's the worst job? Is there any, what, what's the worst job fixing a bike? Oh, my least favorite thing is packing <laughs> exhausts. <laughs> that's the least, fiberglass yeah. all in your. Sorry, what's that? Sorry, go ahead. Fiberglass all over the. No, if there's one thing I hate doing on a, a bike, it's packing exhaust. You get fiberglass all in your arms, and you're itchy all day. And but luckily with the team stuff, we just send them back to FMS, and they come back nice and fresh. Yeah, I was gonna say you haven't packed a race bike pipe in a while. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, all right greg well uh hey man thank again thank you very much for chatting with us um do you want to i, don't, I mean we usually say right now hey who, who would you like to thank but uh, would you like to thank anyone oh uh, canadian side the jeffrey family scott jeffrey i mean we couldn't we couldn't do it without him um you know club mx themselves uh they've allowed me to to come down here and start up my own little business as a shop and then grow into you know a team crew chief and being able to live my dream and go professionally racing you know just all of our sponsors you know fxr canadian company who helps out all of our guys and kitted us head to toe this year for uh for race stuff with pants and pit shirts and jackets and everything so i forgot i forgot to mention that canadian connection yeah yeah they're they're awesome <laughs> all right was that it was that it for your thank yous uh yeah i think so you know, there's everybody who helps out the team and allows us to do this, but yeah, the Canadian side of things has got to be Jeffries and FXR and everybody who supports us. All right. Well, hey, man, it's been fun. Like, like I say, it's up here in Canada, we're just looking for looking for another reason to kind of cheer for a team. And uh, we've got a few Canadian connections on a few teams across the uh, across the old paddock this year. So um, we'll be talking with them as well. But I really appreciate you talking with us and um, throw in the odd A for us, would you? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> All right, man. Good luck this week. Uh, good luck getting ready, and uh, we'll be watching for you at, uh, sorry, at Orlando this weekend. Cool. Yeah, thanks for the call. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Billy. Okay, bye-bye.